great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, that one was quick. Is he going to get even more arrows? That is the question. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Ben Simmons' new five-year, $170 million contract extension features what's called a 15% trade kicker and a final year no option, according to ESPN. Simmons could make even more money if he's an all-star and with the trade kicker, it represents extra money he can receive if he's traded during the life of the contract. Anthony Davis reportedly waived his trade kicker when he was recently dealt to the Lakers. Simmons' deal takes place in 2021 and his first year value set at a crazy $29.2 million. The New York Knicks signed Reggie Bullock to a new two-year deal after rewording their previous arrangement due to unforeseen health issues, according to Bullock's agent David Bowman. Bullock and Knicks previously agreed on a two-year $21 million pack, but the new contract is worth less than $4.7 million, exception because uh, that's what New York had available. It's unclear about the total bill of health, but Bullock has some health issues. He missed eight games down the stretch with plantar fasciitis in his right foot, hence the new deal. The 28-year-old swingman averaging 11.3 points and 2.7 boards and two assists, splitting time with the Detroit Pistons and L.A. Lakers. Denver Broncos uh, rookie quarterback Drew Luck is yet to sign his rookie deal. And negotiations with the second-round pick out of Missouri have hit a wall. This according to Mike Kliss of 9 News Denver. The only other Broncos unsigned rookie, Dalton Risner, has agreed to a four-year $7 million deal with the team today. Denver selected Risner, who's projected to start at left guard with a 41st pick overall in the draft. The team then traded up to draft uh, Drew Luck at the number 42 position. Broncos GM John Elway says veteran Joe Flacco holds the team's starting job at QB. And Locke, he's still got a lot of work to do. Peyton Manning loved on and off the field, it seems, by everyone. The former quarterback is deemed the most popular in a sports poll conducted by Morning Consult. He received the highest favorable rating of 79% from 565 self-described sports junkies in the pool. Tony Romo also landed in the top 10 with a 69% favorable approval rating. In the National Hockey League, the Chicago Blackhawks have traded forward Artem Asanimov to the Ottawa Senators for forward Zach Smith. Anisimov, an 11-year veteran, spent four years with Chicago. He carries a $4.5 million cap hit over each of the next two years. He had 15 goals last season, but has 20-plus goals in three years prior. Smith, also 31 years old, at 28 points with a bad Senators team in 70 games. He has two years left on his deal with $3.2 million. The Minnesota Wild have inked restricted free agent forward Ryan Donato on a two-year contract today worth $3.8 million. Donato traded from Boston last season. Pretty good numbers. Two posted 16 points in 22 games when dealt to the Wild. The Oilers have signed Josh Osherbold to a one-year contract. 22-year-old. He put up 22 points in 68 games with Arizona last year. And the Kings have inked goaltender Cal Peterson to a three-year extension worth just over $858,000 a season. The 24-year-old actually had pretty good numbers. A 924 save percentage in 11 games with the LA Kings. In the MLB, the Milwaukee Brewers have joined the Rays to acquire Arizona Diamondbacks lefty Robbie Ray. Reports indicate the Phillies, Astros, and Yankees have emerged as top suitors for the 27-year-old. Ray, a former All-Star, has the second most Ks in the National League with 145 and sports a 3.81 ERA in 20 starts. Let's take a look at the MLB gambling board. 705 action. Dodgers minus 200 at Philadelphia, 9.5 Bueller and Vasquez. Tampa Bay and the Yanks. Pinstripes, minus 160, 10 inches total. Stanek and Sabathia, Washington, minus 185 at Baltimore, 11 and a half. Both versus Wojciechowski, 7-10 action. Detroit at Cleveland, Tribe, minus 245, 10 and a half. Carpenter and Plezak, San Diego, minus 115 at Miami. Total eight, Allen versus Yamamoto. Toronto and Boston, Red Sox, minus 185. The Cashman, Cashner versus Wagaspak, total 11 and a half. Parade 805, Arizona at Texas. 
Rangers minus 165, total 10. Young versus Lynn. Cincy and the Cubs. Cubbies minus 35 cents. Ten and a half. Desk, Lafani and Mills at 810. We got it, man, in Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus 185, nine and a half. Wilson and Woodruff. Mets at Minnesota. Twins minus 170, ten and a half. Mats versus Pineda. 8.15 action. We got the White Sox minus 125 at KC. Cease versus Sparkman. Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Cars a buck 90. Agrizel and Flaherty. Total 9. 8.40 action. Red Hot San Francisco at Colorado Rockies. Minus 135. 14 and a half. Pomeranz and Lambert. 10.05. Houston minus 20 at the Angels. Rondon versus Healy. Total 10. And finally, Seattle at Oakland. A's minus 189 and a half. Gonzalez taking on Bagden. Hey, guys, hey, stick around, everybody. We're going to have a great day today. Gabe Morenci, host Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Cam Stewart. We're going to go through a big, big baseball board. George Kurtz will drop by and a whole lot more fun. So stick around, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage Radio featuring Cam Stewart and hosted by Gabe Morenci, starting up now. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decision at Red Heat Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network, iHeart, TuneIn, SportsGrid.com, everything else in between. I am Gabriel Morenci, and we're throwing it down live at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook uh, at the Meadowlands Racetrack. Uh, we'll be with you until 7 o'clock uh, Eastern. We've got a pretty busy show. George Kurtz is going to step up and in. We've got Ricky Sanders. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. Uh, DFS will hit some fantasy football um, as well. Uh, with George Kurtz. Uh, we'll get to the best bets of the night. And, of course, the Raging Redhead Cam School. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Marencia? Yeah, just trying to get over uh, last night's uh, debacle. Talk to you about it in the morning. But, hey, new day, new card, new attitude. Let's get it. Frustrating night last night. Was. Uh, New, New York Yankees uh, trailing most of the night cam. They come back. They tie the baseball game. They take a 4-2 lead. And um, you've got a 4-2 lead with the New York Yankees at home going into the uh, the top of the ninth inning. You think uh, you've got a win on your hands. So did I. Yeah, I thought I had a win. And I didn't like the uh, the situation with Chapman, though. These guys were fouling off a lot of pitches, Marenzi. And then eventually uh, Travis Darno. He accounted for all the runs, three home runs for four, five RBIs. The guy was a cast off from the Blues. Blue Jays went to the Mets and finding a home with Tampa Bay. Um, as uh, we're throwing it down here at, uh, at the Meadowlands, one of their uh, one of their video screens with the racetrack is creating a, a very, very loud uh, noise and hum <laughs> right now. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> I, I can hear myself three times in the echo, but uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything looks good on paper until you actually do it uh but yes. we're the sacrificial yes. lamb like we're we're the uh we're the uh we're the guinea pigs uh cab we're like the test model through the summer here yeah we're running on the wheel buddy we're the hamsters <laughs> on the wheel running on empty see running on <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah running man, on empty you got you got morning yeah. fuel, you got afternoon fuel, and then uh, super unleaded at night. Yeah, man, you're running a lot of fuel, buddy. You should be sponsored. A lot, <laughs> lot, lot of fuel. I'm I'm terrible for the environment. Yes, that's <laughs> so, right. Uh, you're an SUV loaded, Marantz. Bad, yeah, a SUV. Gas, Canyon uh, Arrow. Guzzler. I'm Canyon Arrow. Canyon Arrow. I like when Canyon Arrow runs a school bus off the road and yes. the kids salute. 
<laughs> Salute him as he runs off the road. Out of the way. Canyon Arrow. Um, yeah, so I just heard you say Peyton Manning, most popular yes. uh, popular player in all of sports. Uh, Peyton Manning received a 79% favorable rating from 565 avid sports fans. Um, evidently, 565 avid sports fans that don't recall him teabagging a chick at Tennessee. Or they, or they don't watch another TV. I can tell you, those insurance commercials with the country singer, I want to put my fist through the TV. I got to tell you, if you look at Peyton Manning's track record, teabagger, steroid uh, user, guy's pretty popular. He's untouchable. He should run for office. You're right. He's a he's Illuminati. Capital yeah, we'll go, we'll go over the list a little bit. As, uh, we'll see where the Raging Redhead, Matt Stewart, finished up in the popularity rating. Not, not very high, Gabe. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Not in Midtown uh, Manhattan, uh, but at the Meadowlands. And uh, Meadowlands is hopping uh, right now. El Dorado. Yep. El Dorado, Canyon Arrow. I got to ask you, Morenzi, it's only day two, but uh, how do you like uh, being down with the action at the book with the horse players? The th- lots of craziness compared to home. It's got to be uh, quite a vibe going from the studio to there because. I'm telling you, it's busy with the regular seniors on, like, Finger Lakes Day. I can't wait till Wednesday, Thursday when the horses really heat up. There's going to be races going on all the time. It's going to be pretty loud there, buddy. It's loud already. (laughs) Yes, it is. And you can't see, but they're extremely close uh, to me. Uh, as well, I'm right, I'm right here in the, the background. I, no, trust me. When you were talking last night, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Did somebody hit a pick six? Like you could really hear how close they are to you. Well, going to be fun. Last, last night it was emptier. Last night it was a desperate crowd. Like there were guys, come on, come on. And then they weren't yeah. even talking after they just sort of slumped back down to their chair. I, I saw one feeling. guy, one guy was just dropping F-bombs right for the bus for like 20 minutes out there by himself. Yeah. I thought he was going to rob somebody. Horses hurt. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, lose a lot. Think about horse racing, Gabe. It's one of those things. You could lose a baseball game. Horse racing goes off like two minutes, four minutes, whatever. And if you're a degenerate, uh, like, I trust me, I talked to a lot of people. You know, even Billy the doorman, he told me, he goes, never got in trouble with sports gambling very often. It was always the ponies that I had to, like, I can't go here, can't go here, only bring money, no cards. Because horses, man, once you get hooked on it, it's a real problem. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, it it adds up. I used to go to the OTB and drink all day, all the time when I was in my twenties. Yeah. And yeah. you know, five bucks, ten bucks a race, twelve races, slot. You know, you better you better be winning if you're going on a daily basis. Okay, so um, let's bring George Kurtz in uh, right now, as uh, we've got a hostile crowd uh, once again here today. We've got a desperate dude looking for a win. <laughs> George Kurtz uh, joins us. What's up, George? You know, guys, I'm not feeling a little hostile, too. You want to know why I'm feeling hostile? Let me tell you. 
You know, uh, it's my daughter. My youngest daughter is uh, going to be nine next month. So uh, she yep. wants a, a water slide for the backyard. So uh, and maybe I'm out of touch here, guys. But uh, so wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on, George. Hold on. Hold on. She wants a water slide for the day for her birthday or she wants a water like a permanent water slide in the pool type. No, of no. Thing? For, uh, you, you rent one. You rent one of those, you know. Uh, for OK, day. OK, OK. Just for the day. Just just for the yep. day. It's not even yep. 24 hours. I'd get it for like. Ten, maybe if that they got it, they pick it up at seven o'clock at night. So I don't know. You want us to guess how much seven it costs? Hours. Seven hours. Yeah. How Let's much you think it costs, Cap? Yeah. How much you think it costs? Let's Kev? play the game. Well, with hold George on. What kind, of water, what kind of water slide is this? What do you mean the water yeah. slide? Yeah. Like it's inflatable. Nice slide, like. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they do it by you know, they infl- Yeah, it's inflatable. Inflatable about sixty feet. Uh, just a water slide. Nothing else with it. Ooh. Water slide. You know, sixty feet. Go down. So delivered, George. Delivered. What delivered and installed. Delivered, delivered and installed. installed. Yeah, they, they take. They take. I'm gonna of say. That, yes. I'm gonna say two hundred and twenty-five dollars. I'm gonna go a lot higher, and I'm gonna say seventeen hundred dollars. Seventeen hundred. Holy God. crap! How about, how about five? This thing made of gold. Uh, no, it was. Uh, I, I'd like to say it's in between what you two said, but Gabe went way over. Uh, it was six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Okay. That's still All a right. lot. Five. Six hundred twenty-five dollars for a slot. Ah, I'm gonna tell my kid. I'm gonna tell my kid no. Sorry. That's the price. That's, that's not, the price. That's the price of dinner in Manhattan. Come on, Kurtz. Suck it's it up. hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Six hundred. My daughter's sleeping in that thing that they put in the day before. I'll tell you that she's not coming out of it. Matter of <laughs> fact, the whole family is staying in it. That's oh. what's happening there. And my wife goes to me. Nah, looks like you have to ref some more games. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Gabe. Gabe, what did we used to do for birthday parties in the day? Like, my, I remember one year my mom sprung at Chuck E. Cheese, like when you meet Mr. Munch and everything. That got expensive because you, you had the food and stuff. We used to do it cheap, bowling alley, man. You go for a bowling alley, crush it right, up. Right. Pins. Okay, kids, see ya, hot dogs. I, I think I spent eat your Elio's I think I spent uh I think I spent one of my uh, childhood uh, birthdays in one of those McDonald's park type things at a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. The orange drink. Yes. Get on sure, the caboose the with Grimace. <laughs> yeah, Kurtz. Remember like birthday at McDonald's. Remember it was like you went to the special McDonald's where they had the playground yes. outside stuff. Yeah, they had a caboose. Yeah, great. Great times. Yeah, yeah. Tell your kid to suck it up. You're going to Mickey D's. Yeah, yeah, that's expensive, Kurtz. Listen, she got more winners, like, buddy. Tell you, she, she does love that playground thing. <laughs> uh, All right, six hundred uh, bucks. Yeah, I guess I was a little high at uh, at seventeen hundred. I live in a nice neighborhood, so I was expecting, you know, I, you know, it's, it's the way you sixty feet slide and come on, man. Uh, is it insured? I if someone, it was, what, I was thinking three four hundred. What if man, did I was you ask three four hundred? Yeah, three four hundred. Did you ask like? What happens if like one of the neighborhood kids like breaks his neck or something on it? Like you're, it's, are you like can they? Good question, yeah. Gabe. You better be insured <laughs> at that price. Yeah. Do they cover the insurance? They're insured. If not, my my homeowner's insurance to take care of that anyway. So well, I would, I would better. I'd, I'd find that out, well. Kurtz, before I host this party, buddy. <laughs> Yo, thanks, thanks. As if the money's not enough now, you're just killing me here. This is yeah, if I spent I five Kurtz hours last night building a desk. Yeah. You know yeah, what, Kurtz. Whatever you do, Kurt, keep there too. We should hire them. Don't to do get it. a trampoline. You ever see these kid parties with trampolines? Like oh, a rest oh no, buddy! I agree. I agree. No, 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 Gabe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I went to, I went to, I went to camp, and I used to do the t- trampoline thing too. Some guy was a real hot shot. He tried to do like a move, and it ended up putting his neck right on the springs. Like you could die on those things, man. That kid got rocked. He went to the hospital. Like he, he got sliced up real good. Trampolines will kill. Uh, don't do it, Kurtz. I like you too much. You don't want your kids getting hurt. 
So my sister-in-law has one. My kids have been on. My daughter's asked for one. My wife and I won't do it for that reason. They're gonna. My youngest one would definitely end up in the hospital. She's nuts. So you're gonna uh, you're gonna do it. You're paying the six hundred bucks. Yeah, you know what? I, and this is the funny thing. I called I called a couple of places. That was the cheapest. Yeah. I got one was eight, eight about eight fifty. I'm like, oh god, they are. This is the price range for this crap. So yes, we. Uh, I just I just did it. Like you said, I'll rough a couple more nights or hit a couple more minutes gambling. Oh yeah, 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 but, yeah. Uh, god, this is gonna end well, Kurtz. Father Kurtz, is he? You're a father. Is he? Oh, no, I can't, my dad uh, this, wouldn't. This, this, my this has personal injury. This has personal <laughs> injury all over it. He went with the cheapest people in town. <laughs> <laughs> Six hundred bucks. Listen, I'll, I'll be on the damn thing because I'll tell you, everybody's using this thing. I'm inviting my brother over. Get on, get on the slide, <laughs> get on the slide. Everybody goes on the slide. Mom, get on the slide. Me and Cam are gonna come over. <laughs> get on the slide. <laughs> all right, so. How do you feel about Peyton Manning, uh, George? Like, if I ask you, do you like Peyton Manning or do you really like Peyton Manning? Do you love Peyton Manning? On on a scale of, like, let's say 1 to 10, give me, like, 6.2, like, you know, give me the a point. So, like, 5.9, 8.6. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about Peyton Manning? Oh, God, what happened today with Peyton Manning? Uh, I kind of like it. I love his commercials. They're funny. Uh, his announcing on ESPN, that thing he does, I could, I could take or leave that. I'm not a big fan. What? Of that, don't tell but, uh, me you like those insurance. Do you like those insurance commercials yeah. with the country guy? Come on, George. No, I mean the ones he was me. doing before that. Remember with the ones? Uh, with no, his he's a funny on ESPN. Guy. That was funny. He, I, he was good on Saturday Night Live where he, where that he was great. The kids in, in the toilet. That was Jake fantastic. Remember when they had those concert toilets and Manning's just drilling? Kids? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. That was that was good. That was good. Oh, George. Peyton Manning didn't do anything. I'd no, number one, a, he's... I'd probably give him a, an 8.2. Wow, that's, that's high. high. Very yeah. high. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he's in the news because, number one, of course, Monday Night Football offered him, like, a boatload of money, like a blank check. Like, literally, like, 10 or $12 million a year or something to do Monday Night Football. And he told them, if you still offer me the job when Eli Manning is retired, I'll do it. It turns out that's the reason why he hasn't done broadcasting. He doesn't want to. Uh, Brother. He says says that it's too close. But when he says he doesn't want to be put in a position to criticize Eli, you're basically saying that Eli's no good. And that you're going to have to criticize him. <laughs> that is that's the way I look at itself, it. right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But no, Peyton Manning, George, uh, is the most popular sports personality in all of sports. According to 565 fans, uh, avid sports fans. And it's a pretty detailed, uh, pretty detailed. Um, yeah, 79% of fans have a very favorable opinion of the Peyton Manning. Yep. I'm we'll take a look at uh, this oh, list. Giants even on Monday Night Football this year? <laughs> uh, I know the Jets are on week two. Take it on. Taking on uh, Odell Beckham and the Cleveland Browns. Don't the Giants play like the Cowboys in that annual Sunday game? From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Back to live action, fellas. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage on radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're kicking it live at uh, FanDuel. We're at the Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. We're going to get some baseball uh, bets. I see our boy Jordan Kovacs uh, telling us in the chat uh, here that uh, his kid broke his arm in one of those bouncy castle things last summer. Also death traps. Um, I just like stressing Kurtz out and making him worry about all this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Are, like, neighborhood kids coming over, Kurtz? Yeah, it's a nine-year-old's birthday party. There'll be a bunch. Yeah. My, my wife has already said, uh, she, I'm inviting more kids now. I'm gonna take you, she wants to take advantage of this slide, too. I'm like, this is going to be great. It's going to be a freaking wild house here. I'm gonna make them, uh, a lot of fun. Make everybody sign a waiver when they come in. <laughs> you know, it's funny. At the, uh, at the hockey rink, they do that before the people. They are, do. Kids huh? and adults play. But I've heard lawyers tell me that it means nothing. That just, <laughs> that, that's to stop you from thinking about suing is what it is. Maybe people, people actually believe it means something, so they won't sue if something happens. But they said if you take that to court, all you can do is prove negligence, and that, you can just tear that thing up. I mean, it's worthless. Yeah. So what? When you, for your hockey games, everyone signs a waiver. If I get killed on the ice, I'm not suing anybody. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, every game, every game that you play, they have a roster. There. You have to sign in. You have to sign a waiver before the season starts. I guess the the waiver takes wow. uh, presence over the entire season. I don't. I've never read it word for word, but you know what it's going to say. Any injury, any da, 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 yeah. we're not responsible for. But like I said, I, I've heard from lawyers who say this, this is just it's a joke. It, it doesn't mean crap. Um. Okay. We'll just blast through the uh, the most popularity polls. Yeah, Peyton Manning's the most popular guy. And uh, it's funny, too, because Texas Tech did this uh, poll, and they said uh, Manning's image is a good country boy, old-fashioned guy, who steers clear of controversy, helps make him a relatable figure. All right, he took steroids. He teabagged somebody. That's pretty controversial. I like uh, and he goes on to say he doesn't talk about politics. He doesn't do anything to make him divisive. He considered running for governor of the state of Tennessee as a Republican. <laughs> Like, it's just, just say you like the guy. But uh, listen, Peyton Manning really should get into politics. Like, people, he's oh, one of these people. Well. Yeah, they just like him. He's got a likable voice, face, personality. He's funny. You know what I mean? So this surprises me who's number two, the most popular guy in sport. Charles Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Hi, hi. That's interesting. Oh, Barkley's funny. Tell, tells yeah. it like it is. How do you feel about Barkley, Kurtz? You don't ever see him. You don't watch he's very, basketball. He's a very bad golfer. Okay, I just see all the funny, uh, the funny golfing stuff. He, his his swing is just horrendous. Uh, I mean, I, I've heard Barkley uh, doing his announce. I think what you said is probably the most impressive thing to me is that he does say well on his mind. So if I was a basketball guy, I'd appreciate that because I like that. I think announcers who just uh, grew on Monday Night Football to me it was worthless because everybody was a superstar. I don't need to hear that. But Barkley will, will criticize me. Be more critical. I would appreciate that. Third most popular guy, Cam, doesn't surprise me, Al Michaels. I like Al Michaels a lot. Yeah. You want to talk about a guy that just kind of chill, like doesn't do anything to Al Michaels is like perfect. Like he's non-offensive, good at his job, very smooth. Yeah, I'm with you. I like Al Michaels. I'll put him in the three hole. No problem. 60, 66% favorability rating. 66% of people say they what like Al Michaels. you think about Michaels? You, you like Al Michaels, right? I, I do. I do. I've got... Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm more of a Brett Musburger guy. Yeah, I like. I, I like both. 
I like both you of know those. What I'm saying? But yeah, but I've got no I've got no beef with Al Michaels. Um, I think it's a little overrated that people, you know, drew or oh, you mentioned the point spread. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Patrick is fourth. I'm a big Dan Patrick fan. I think Dan Patrick's real good. Mm-hmm. Jim Nance is fifth. Tony Romo's sixth. Tony Romo's pretty likable. Hey, sure is. It's funny. I didn't like Tony Romo when he played. I thought he was overrated. Um, But in his post-career, he's so good at broadcasting. And he comes across as a nice guy, Kurtz, Tony Romo. And I actually saw him, Cam, this weekend. I've never seen someone dominate. Dude, he was up by 20 shots. (laughs) Buddy. Yeah, I know. It was like, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, Mark Mulder's, like, wishing, like, he gets second place because Tony Romo's killing these guys now. Poor Jack Wagner. He used to be in the soaps, and he used to smoke all those turkeys and those celebrity things. Now he's praying for a top 10. Jeremy Roenick, friend of the network. Top top 10. Yeah, Jr. played some good golf. Uh, Jack Wagner is crazy. He's played in all 30 tournaments. 30 years. I like Jack Wagner's style. (laughs) Yeah, Tony Romo is very popular. Chris Collinsworth surprises me that he's that high. Mike Tirico, Scott Van Pelt. Adam Schefter is a tool. Ernie Johnson should be higher, like way higher. Chris Fowler, I like. I think. Yeah, I think Chris Fowler. Great job with the tennis. Great job with the Wimbledon. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. He should be the one doing Monday Night Football, not Tessitore. Actually, you know what? He's so underrated. He's their best guy. guy. He's their best guy. Him and Chris Everett did a great job with the tennis. Man, they were smoother than still. A plus. You know, get an A plus. You know what? You know, I don't like 45% favorability. I'm not a big Kirk Herbstreet fan. I'm not a big old Herbie. What does Herbie say? Herbie it's says right. Ohio State's good. That's what he Herbie plays, says. He plays to the company, though. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's, he's an ESPN company. guy. Rachel Nichols, I do like. I like Rachel Joe Nichols. Um, Joe Buck. I'm surprised Joe Buck is. Um, I thought more people like. I'm surprised if you look at the bottom. I will go through everyone. We could do it later. The most despised guy in all of sports, hard to agree with, Skip Bayless. How's <laughs> Skip Step? <laughs> it's funny. Skip, how, 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 your, how your cowboys, Skip? <laughs> yeah. Skip Bayless. Twenty-four percent of people hate Skip Bayless. Like feel like wow. very dis disfavorable about him. This one wow. surprises me. Second most disliked, and I don't know why. Mike Breen. Mike, Mike Breen's a great broadcaster. Mike Breen doesn't even have an opinion on it. Does not have an opinion? He's a play-by-play guy. Stephen A. Smith, that doesn't surprise me. He's third at the bottom. Uh, Colin uh, Cowherd, uh, Paul Feinbaum, Dan uh, Levitard, Bill Simmons, Peter King, Mike Florio, Tony Cornhole, uh, Reese Davis. Reese Davis is annoying. Reese Davis. Yeah, but Tony Romo, I tell you, this guy really can't golf. Like, if he only concentrated on golf, like, I think he could be a pro golfer. How, how, like, the thing is, if the senior tour is one of those things, you're 50, right? Like, if they had, like, a 40, like, Tony Romo is so close to being, it's one of those things, Gabe, that's where you know the difference between a pro and a guy that can fleece guys in cash games. The one thing is, the difference, the consistency, and one thing, bunker play. You have to look a lot of the time, like, watch pros. They'll be, they'll have a Friday in a bunker and get it within, like, five, six feet. Most guys will skull at the other side. Like, I watch Romo consistently play. Like he's got, he drives the ball hard. He's got great iron play. It's you're right. He's very close. Like if he shaved like six to seven strokes off his game, which is very difficult to do at this point. Yeah, he could start making some real money. 
but he's already rich. Uh, so, uh, George, uh, both me and Cam uh, last night had a piece of uh, the New York Yankees. Oh. Really stressful game. They were down 2-1 all game. They were down 2-1. They only had three hits. They finally break through. They tie the baseball game. Then they take a 4-2 lead only to lose with two out in the ninth inning with a dude that becomes the first catcher in the history of New York Yankee baseball to hit three home runs against them in a single game. Uh, a catcher never hit three home runs in one game against them. Travis Dart, no, Dart, no, uh, actually killed us last days. night. Yeah, pretty brutal last night. Uh, rough rough loss last night, uh, George, for the, for the Yankees. How do you think they bounced back tonight? Well, rough for the Yankees was good for me, actually. I had money on Tampa Bay. Told you, Cam, Yankees weren't <laughs> scoring runs. Yankees not scoring yeah. runs. What do they got? Uh, you didn't expect to so get a three run bomb there, George. Come on. You bet it gets your Yankees. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'll take the luck that came with it. <laughs> but uh, I won't. That's surprising. That's not the only thing you that bet against the Yankees? He does. He does, Gabe. I Every bet. weekend, once in a while, George will uh, bet against them. He will. But you won't bet against Yankees your Cowboys? I generally don't. I don't like betting the Cowboys. Period. One way or the other. Uh, football gets me too emotional. It's. Uh, I know. I, I'm not thinking straight in those games. So, uh, but base, baseball is pure and simple. The Yankees have not hit, really, since uh, the, the Tampa Bay series before the break. They beat up on the Tampa Bay bullpen in that series in Tampa, and then they were ice cold against Morton and Snell in the last two games. They only scored three runs, and then Toronto. Yeah, they won two out of three, but their offense wasn't there. It just wasn't there at all. Uh, once again, Tampa, I, I expect the same thing last night against Snell. He was very good last week. I thought he dominated again last night. He did. The Yankees got him out of there early, which was the game plan. Get to that bullpen. Even though Tampa has a great bullpen, the Yankee, the Yankee offense has hit that bullpen uh, pretty much all season long here. But I liked Snell last night, and I had no idea what Paxton would do, who ended up pitching great. And Chapman, by the way, how about not throw the soft off-speed slider to the guy who's been hitting the ball to his short porch all game long? As a Yankee fan, that was frustrating. The first pitch he threw to uh, DeArnold was a fastball, and De it hit the catcher's glove, and then he swung. You might want to try throwing that again. He could not catch up to that fastball. Yeah, I don't know. If you, you can throw the ball it's 101 ridiculous. miles an hour. Yeah, just, you know, He was fouling off for. balls and stuff. Uh, it's just, it, don't lose your second, world, your second best pitch, man. Chapman, lose with your best pitch. He's, he's one of those guys, you, you know, you, when you got 100-mile-an-hour stuff, He's just cocky about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's just one of those guys, like, sometimes in the sequence, when a guy's ticking and tick, tick, foul, tick, 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 like, it was what, like a 12-pitch at bat or something. Like, like, Darno wouldn't go away. And then he serves him up some cheese. Like, Chapman's a weird guy. Like, he's a, he's so dominant. But, man, sometimes he's got a 10-cent head. That was stupid. Anyway, it cost us a lot Sabathia. of money. I'm still pissed. Yep. CC Sabathia on the hill here tonight. Minus 160. Stanek. Uh, air quote. Starts. Uh, for the yeah. Rays. Uh, the Yankees have actually hit Stanek pretty hard in limited uh, limited exposure uh, so far uh, this year. I got burnt last night uh, laying the price. I'm not ready to go back here tonight. The Rays are a good team. You know, the Rays are a good team. And as George uh, alluded to, the New York Yankees continue to struggle to hit the baseball. And in fact, guys, this is six straight unders, George. The under is 6-0 and in the Yankees' last six games. And we got a ten and a half on the board here tonight. And also, by the way, CC is going to give up runs tonight. He's going to give up runs. The Yankees may have trouble making up for what he gives up. I like I like the Rays again tonight, but I don't think I'm going to bet it. I might take the under. However. <laughs> All right, we'll get uh, George Kurtz's uh, baseball uh, plays of the night. We'll talk a little fantasy football on the other side as well. Game time decisions. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wager account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. You receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are in control. Go to FanDuel.com, open up an account, and claim your free wager up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over only, New Jersey only. Eligible restrictions apply. See website for details. And we are live at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, right now at the Meadowlands uh, Race Track. Uh, I am Gable Renzi, throwing it down to Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. George Kurtz joining us right now. Uh, Ricky Sanders will join us a little bit uh, later on. We'll talk some Major League Baseball from a DFS perspective. But Ricky's so smart, it's good to combine sort of who he likes um, from a DFS perspective and then uh, translate that into uh, to a betting uh, perspective. Now, I want to get to some fantasy football uh, with you, Kurtz. I wanted to throw a couple of questions at you. Uh, but before we do, what do you think about the baseball board uh, here tonight? Washington and Baltimore. Um, uh, Washington and Baltimore is an interesting uh, interesting um, little series uh, going on. Some interleague uh, play between, uh, between um, rivals, geographical uh, rivals. And the Washington Nationals have absolutely owned uh, these guys. Uh, Cam, of course, we talked about it earlier. Speaking of the Orioles, Kashner uh, makes his Boston Red Sox debut tonight against the Toronto Blue Jays as well. Yeah. I think tonight's a tough slate, though. It is. It is. You got to like Boston, though. Who's where's What's, what's, what's Waggis Pack bringing to the table for the Jays? Like, well, how long is he going to go? A couple innings? And they got into the bullpen yesterday, right? That was a crazy game. Kurt. I like well, Boston's a parlay for me. What All right, like? so what? Yeah, what's the place, guys? <laughs> like I put it on the tee for you. <laughs> you both got it. <laughs> Camp goes, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And now Kurt, yeah. Well, I thought Kurt was going. I got a couple right. picks for you. I'll, I'll, I'll let George. Uh, no, let you George can get the up. picks He's later. The I asked Kurt. Yeah, we're on yeah, till Kurt, seven. I, all right. That's what I. That's what I said. I said. I got the, the Dodgers in Boston to parlay. <clears throat> I like I kind of like Bueller going. He got Velasquez today, and I'll take the uh, the Red Sox against the Blue Jays pretty much any day. Other than that, I got, I'm going to have a couple of small bets here. I'm getting plus money with the Braves. I know it's Woodruff pitching against Wilson, but I'm going to take – I got plus 160. I can't pass that up. So I'm going to take a shot at that, even though I love Woodruff. I think he's the best pitcher the, the Brewers have. Uh, the White Sox uh, with Dylan Cease going today. A uh, little dangerous trusting a rookie, but uh, I kind of like the guy, and I want to watch the game, so it'll be a small bet, but I'm going to have him going. Uh, I'm getting minus 120. Good thing plus 120 on the run line, too. So for 20 cents, I might take a chance the White Sox could win by two. And uh, I'm going to go with Lance Lynn as well in the uh, Texas Rangers. I'd like to parlay with that with something, but I can't find another game I like right now. But I'll take Lance Lynn at home against the Diamondbacks and uh, Mr. Young, who has pitched well. But uh, Lynn has just been – no one – I know you guys have talked about it, but very few are talking about him. He's right there, or he's getting really close to being in Cy Young contention this year. 
Yeah, and once again, we have a pretty high total uh, with Lance Lynn on the hill, considering how well he's pitched. The over-under is 10 runs uh, in this uh, this baseball game. Uh, right now, the Rangers are minus 168. Young has pitched well. I'll be playing the under uh, of this game. There's a tendency to people wanting to play Major League Baseball overs. They can hear about all the home runs, but Lance Lynn has been freaking money. It's just been consistent, two runs or less, basically, on on a, on every start. And as you mentioned, Young's been pre- pitching pretty well, too. I like the under 10 in this baseball game. I think I probably lean that. I'm not going to bet it because uh, I don't think I've given Lance Lynn his due either. And the one night I do, it'll be the one night he gets hit. So uh, I am not going to bet it. How do you feel about the 14 and a half in Colorado? That's an incredibly high number, but they've been destroying that number of late. Well, they put yeah, up 21 for... runs in the first game and of the doubleheader yesterday. Yeah. And they put up three in the so final. Sort of all over. Two to one. Yeah, they are all over the place. I don't know, man. Fourteen and a half. Pomeranz and Lambert. I kind of, I, I, I kind of want to go under. I'm not sure if I trust these guys to get fifteen, but I'm going to pass on that game. But my, I would take the under first. I think San Francisco is probably the play there. Uh, San Francisco. They're red hot right now. They're underdogs. There's no right. reason to get in front of them. Um, you know, they swept the doubleheader. Uh, yesterday. All right, George. So what's what's your baseball picks here? And then we'll get right, on so, to the fantasy uh, football. Go, we kind of hit the wall here with the, with the picks. Like. <laughs> I'm going uh, with the parlay, Dodgers in Boston. I might bet Tampa Bay today, but I uh, Stanek is just opening, and the, uh, the second reliever is someone – the Yankees haven't seen him, but he's not all that great either. So I think the Yankees maybe break out of that offensive slump tonight. So I'm not going to take the Yankees. I'm going to take my dog tonight, be the Braves. Plus 155, I can't pass it up. Give me the Rangers. I got minus 160. And I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox plus 120. I like the White Sox too, George. I also like Texas with Lance Lynn. That's good. And something crazy, guys, take a look at the line movement in the Padres-Miami game, Gabe. I told you I was cra- taking Yamamoto. I got him at plus 115 in the morning. It's a pickup now. People are taking Miami. That's very interesting. Kind of like going, whoa, whoa. You know, I thought the line would go the other way. I will not be one of them. Just because I don't, I'm not taking San Diego either. Yeah, yeah. San Diego and Miami just feels like a pass type of game. It feels like I get where you're going. I'm not, I'm not taking it. I'm in, I'm I, I, involved. I, I, hey, hey! I bet on the Yankees last night. They let me down. I might as well actually go on some. You know, I'm whatever. I'm on, I'm on the I'm on Miami, but they were dogs when I got them. Sounds like your big card cam once again here tonight. Actually, small card, small card. Last night, that Yankee game, like Gabe, the thing is, I don't That's want to stress this enough. It, it was connected to so many things because we had the Dodgers, the under in the game. These were big parlays. Like it was a game changer, man. Like I, I hate Chapman now. I don't know if I could forgive him for a while. Like. Usually he lights out. But when we bet him, when we bet him, the guy gives throws up a three-run jack. It's just so annoying. I'm still like, it's really frustrating financially. But One anyway, thing's great in the All-Star on. game, but he has struggled for the Yankees for about a month now. Yeah, it's concerning, George. Like I, Very concerning. Like I, like I said, guys, six straight, um, six straight Yankee games to the under, six and zero to yeah, the yeah, under in the last six. They're not hitting. Not hitting. Total is total is ten and a half. Uh, for this game uh, here tonight. All right, so uh, me and Cam will get back uh, to the baseball. So, uh, Kurtz, uh, college uh, college of football starts August 24th, and I know now that the NFL regular season, 51 days away. So it's right around the corner. Fantasy football drafts are already starting to happen. Uh, they'll be happening more and more over the next uh, couple of weeks and uh, upcoming month, uh, obviously. Um, 
what uh, do you have a different strategy um, for different leagues? And I'm not just talking about different formats. Or are you locked in with, you know what? Do you draft wide receivers first? Do you go with the running back and then the wide receivers? If you remember a couple of years ago, it was very trendy for people to take two wide receivers and then start to look uh, for running backs after the fact. I see a lot of mock drafts and a lot of analysis in which people always say now, normally I don't take quarterbacks in the third or fourth round, but this year is different. And it seems like a lot of people are uh, taking quarterbacks pretty high as well. So what's uh, what's some... Um, with some fantasy football strategy um, you can share with us here, George. All right, and your basic, uh, your basic leagues, you know, your PPR, one quarterback leagues, my strategy is pretty simple. In the first round, I'm not going to get too cute. I'm going to take the best available player at whatever pick I go. If I know I go fifth, I'm going to have top five players listed. I'm taking whatever the highest player on that list that comes available at five. If I'm 11th, same thing. That's how I approach that. So I don't necessarily go running back, running back, running back, wide receiver, you know, I'm taking whatever the best players available in round one. I assume that's going to be a running back, Gabe, because I, I want a running back. And, but it happens to be where I got the, what, 10th pick and seven, eight running backs already went off the board. Okay, <laughs> then I might get Devontae Adams. I might get Andrew Hopkins. And I'll pick, you know, Dalvin Cook, a Joe Mixon type at the top of round two. I can almost guarantee you I will have a running back with one of my first two picks. I might have two running backs. But it's highly unlikely I'm going to zero running back strategy, which you were sort of hinting at there, by going wide receiver, wide receiver. That's not to say a draft can't end up that way, but I never plan on it going that way. It's dangerous, and it's a strategy that I'm not so sure it truly can work here. As for the quarterback, I am one of those people who will not take a quarterback until late. I will, I will have no shares of Pat Mahomes in one quarterback leagues or uh, you know, Deshaun Watts or anything like that because I'm not even thinking about a quarterback until round eight, round nine. The only exception would be the ADP of Mahomes is about round three. That's where he's going. If round five, I'm playing with 11 other people who think just like me, and he's there, well, then the value is there. So then I might take, I just might take a Pat Mahomes then because he slipped two rounds. Value's there. So I, I don't think he'll be reason. there. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. No, I don't he think he'll be, be there I, anywhere. I'd be shocked. thing is, Mahomes that's averages the only time 26 fantasy points a game. You know, he averages 26 fantasy points a game, which is a, a lot of points, uh, Cam. I know you're more of a late quarterback guy as well, but uh, are you going to are you going to pull the trigger? Like people are taking Mahomes in the third round, and then it starts a panic, and then people start pulling the trigger and they take uh, like Andrew Luck uh, after, um, you know, who's a very popular pick as well. I'm more of a late quarterback guy as well. Me too. I've Me done too. it before. I've done it. I've reached a bit for quarterbacks here and there, and I've generally regretted it after the fact. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, uh, I'm not going to reach for anybody. If my, hey, if, if, if Mahomes is available that late, I will take them. I have him in my keeper league when I bought him for seven bucks when he came out of Texas Tech. So my one high cash league, he is my quarterback. I'm telling you, the guy I'm waiting on is Jameis Winston. Uh, there's a lot of things. I know people, Tampa Bay not might not win a lot of games this year. I think I've already bet him to throw the most yards in the NFC already. I talked about it with George on the weekend. I'm getting incredible numbers. And I think they're a team that plays from behind a lot. I think Winston puts up huge numbers in Arian's system. And I'll get him late. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't disagree. I don't think, uh, I can't come up with a lot of reasons against this. The thing I like about Winston, you mentioned it, they're going to, they should be playing from behind a bit. You know what? They have a decent roster actually, but similar to the Raiders, they, they have to play on the road for two freaking months. So they, yeah. that puts them in a really tough spot. 
the one thing I'll say about Jameis Winston is at least he's playing for a contract. He's playing like he's a free agent after this. He needs to be in shape. He needs to play well, right? I love that, Gabe. That playing for a contract, look at sports history. You could go look through the – it's the tried, tested, and true formula. You're playing for a contract. You go balls deep. You go balls, balls to the wall. You have a huge year, get that contract, and then afterwards you worry. There's a lot of things to like about Jameis Winston this year. What do you think, George? Oh, in both my home leagues, I have Winston as keeper in the eighth and ninth round, I think it is, and I'm gladly keeping him. I agree. Uh, We've heard Bruce Arians over the the years. He doesn't mind interceptions because he believes you you need to take chance in the passing game, which means you need to throw the ball deep. Evans, Godwin, you know, O.J. Howard is a good a good uh, receiving core there, Howard being the tight end. I like Winston a lot this year as well. He may still suck as an NFL quarterback. He may throw more interceptions than we like, but I think fantasy-wise, he's going to put up monster numbers. The thing is, I don't think uh, – I think he's a lot trendier than you think, Cam. I think there'll be other people yeah. uh, that are going to be thinking the same thing as you. He's top 12 You now. might be right. He's top 12, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, so in ADP, uh, he's top 12. That's frustrating, yeah. How do you feel about Kyler Murray, uh, George? You know, I, in, in a one-quarterback league, I'm not going to see the, the need to take a chance. I mean, I'm a very conservative drafter. There are so many good quarterbacks. I mean, Kirk Cousins' ADP right now is the 19th quarterback taken. Are you kidding me? I would take Kirk Cousins all of my teams. He threw 30 touchdown passes last year. Good yardage. No reason I think he can't Kyler Murray, again. though. Uh, quarter- Kyler Murray could put up some sick numbers. And he could suck as a rookie. You know, because it takes some time to read defenses and figure everything else out. And let's let's you'll get let's a lot on it with the Cardinals, like like yeah, Allen the Cardinals aren't year. loaded with a great offensive line or great offensive talent here. Uh, no, I will um, in a one quarterback league, I would be shocked if I ended with Murray on any of my teams. What do you think, Cam, of rolling the dice with Kyler Murray? Uh, I, 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 it's one of those guys. I think he'll be available on the waiver wire in my league. But Gabe, to Josh Allen, when we saw him, we didn't know. We know he uh, Kyler Murray runs at Oklahoma. We didn't know Allen was that type of runner when he went to Wyoming. He is going to run a lot this year, and once he gets out the open, he gone. All right, uh, George Kurtz. Thanks, George. Have a good one, George. Anytime, guys. Good luck tonight. Pay for that water slide. Yeah. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. ジョーカーのゲームサーバーでポッドキャストで話題を終えてきたパーティーリンクダンスとかパーティーリンクダンスとかパーティーリンクダンスとかパーティーリンクダンスとかパーティーリンクダンスとかパーティーリンクダンス
Other than that, I'm going to be playing around 20, 30 cents, a couple small dogs. I'm not dicking around. I, I, I actually practice what I preach. I don't want to take these big uh, parlays with these favorites anymore. One's going to screw you. Not I'm not interested. Yeah, I know, but if you're, you're only taking these games in the pick'em range, those are difficult games as well. Obviously, that's why they they're. Are. In the I'm not range. saying. Hey, I wish there was something else, but it's baseball, buddy. Golf's uh, a little bit later on in the week. We're going to be betting something <laughs> tonight. There's about four or five baseball games I like, but it's a. I think it's a very tough card, actually. Like even the favorites to me don't really jump out. We got, you know, we had the Dodgers yesterday, Cleveland and parlays. Yankees didn't come through, what but uh, you know, some of these big the favorites scare me. What about yeah, the other dogs? I don't, I don't want to take Detroit at plus two twenty. They're they're a hard team to trust. The Blue Jays know they're a huge underdog. The underdogs uh, scare you too. Sounds like you're a little rattled and scared overall. That's a fair assessment. I can't <laughs> lie at all. I think a, a lot of things are scary. It's a scary world, Gabe. I know a lot of people are just going to take Atlanta and stuff like that. It, it looks like a nice price, but Woodruff's a good pitcher. Like it's a tough start tonight. <laughs> yeah, if you're scared, go to church. Yeah, I do. Time, time to go to church. Oakland A's minus 178 uh, tonight sure, against uh, the Seattle, who are not a very good road team. Action, action. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Who's guys? The news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, thank you very much, uh, Yang. Uh, Cam your fantasy sports news update. Uh, we had the Ben Simmons signing tomorrow. It turns out he might even get more money with the way the uh, contract is structured. Ben Simmons' new five-year, $170 million contract extension features a 15% trade kicker and no final year option. This according to ESPN. Simmons is going to make more money if he's an all-star this year, and the trade kicker represents extra dough he can receive if he's traded during the life of the contract. Anthony Davis had a trade kicker but reportedly waived it when he was recently dealt to the L.A. Lakers from the Pelicans. Simmons' deal places uh, uh, starts in 2021 with the first-year value set at a sum of $29.2 million. Wow, that is a lot of money. In his second year, he averaged close to 16 points a game with over eight assist numbers. Very similar in the sophomore year with the Philadelphia 76ers, but despite that lack of production, Simmons uh, not very good from uh, three-point land. The 22-year-old has yet to hit uh, from deep over the last two years, making only six shot attempts last year from beyond the dark, $29.2 million for that. Hey, man, that's a lot of money. That's the NBA. The New York Knicks signed Reggie Bullock to a two-year deal after reworking their previous arrangement due to unforeseen health issues. This according to Bullock's agent, David Bowman. Bullock and the New York Knicks previously agreed on a two-year $21 million pack, but under the new contract, it's worth less than the $4.7 million exception that New York had available. It's unclear the total bill of health, but Bullock, he missed eight games down the stretch with plantar fasciitis in his right foot. That's a lingering injury. The 28-year-old swingman averaged uh, over 11 points, 11.3 a game, 2.7 boards, and two assists when he split time between Detroit and the L.A. Lakers. Broncos quarterback Drew Locke has yet to sign his rookie deal. Negotiations with the second-round pick out of Missouri have hit a wall as well. This according to Mike Kliss from News 9 Denver. The only other Broncos unsigned rookie, Dalton Risner, he agreed to a four-year, $7 million deal with the Broncos today. 
Denver selected Risner, projected to start at left guard with the 41st pick in the NFL draft. And then the team traded up to get Locke right after him at number 42. Broncos GM John Elway says veteran Joe Flacco is easily the team's starting quarterback. He has a lockdown on the job. And he says Locke, the other quarterback, has a lot of work to do. Peyton Manning loved on and off the field, it seems, by sports fans everywhere. The former quarterback deemed as the most popular in sports uh, poll conducted by Morning Consult. He received the highest favorable rating at 79% from 565 self-described avid sports junkies who voted in the survey. Tony Romo also landed in the top 10 with a nice 69% uh, favorable rating. Skip Bayless on the other side of the poll, dead last place for popularity. In the NHL, lots of moves today. The Chicago Blackhawks have traded forward Artem Anisimov to the Ottawa Senators for forward Zach Smith. Anisimov, an 11-year vet, spent the last four seasons with Chicago. He carries a $4.5 million cap hit over uh, each of the last two years. 15 goals last season, but before that, he had three straight years of 20 goals plus. Smith, also 31 years old, had 28 points in 70 games with the Ottawa Senators last year. He has two years left on his deal, but a little bit cheaper at $3.2 million. That's his cap hit. The Washington Capitals this afternoon, inking Joseph Veron on a two-year $6.7 million deal. Seems like good value. He's coming off career highs with 24 goals and had 47 points in 82 games with the Caps. Now a top six forward, so a good signing by Washington there. The Minnesota Wild inking restricted free agent forward Ryan Donato to a two-year deal worth $3.8 million. Donato traded from the Boston Bruins last season. He had 16 points in 22 games with the Minnesota Wild. Oilers penning winger Josh Archibald to a one-year contract. The 22-year-old uh, put up 22 points in 68 games with the Arizona Coyotes last year. The Kings, hello, they've inked goaltender Cal Peterson to a three-year extension worth over $858,000 uh, per season. 24-year-old's number is actually very, very good. He posted a solid 924 save percentage in 11 games with the LA Kings and the MLB Milwaukee Brewers. They've joined the race to acquire Arizona Diamondbacks lefty Robbie Ray. Reports indicate the Phillies, Astros, and Yanks all emerged to the suitor for the 27-year-old. Ray, a former All-Star, second in Ks in the National League with 145, a 3.81 ERA, and 20 starts as well. Big, big MLB board. Me and Gabe will go through all the action tonight, including the Dodgers and Philly, Tampa Bay and the Yankees, and a whole lot more. Lots of big chalk out there, so we will go through the whole betting baseball board. I'm Cam Stewart. It's hour two. Gabe Marancy hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Ricky Sanders on the radar. We'll break down some MLB DFS and talk to Ricky about uh, some other games. Hopefully, he'll help us win some money. Red Heat and Rage, hour two, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, thank you very much, Yang. Game time decision. Ready to rage on radio level two. I'm Gabriel Marenzi at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. Throwing it down with the Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, Ricky Sanders will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk uh, Major League Baseball from a DFS perspective. We'll also run through the game from a betting uh, perspective uh, as well. We've got baseball uh, tonight. The NBA Summer League is done. Um, we've got CFL football on Thursday. And uh, we're a couple of weeks away from the start of the National Football League uh, preseason. Uh, but uh, uh, we've got baseball for the next uh, next couple of nights. And I should say, actually, golf starts uh, in the overnight hours tomorrow night, Cam. Yeah, it's true. I've already got uh, a six-pack ready, Gabe, but we'll have more picks tomorrow. Uh, if you want to put in those lineups for DFS at FanDuel and DraftKings, the tournaments, I've already looked them over. you got to get your lineups in by 1.30 in the morning. So 
basically Wednesday night into early Thursday morning because of the five-hour difference in Ireland uh, to the United States and Canada there. So, uh, yeah, things start early, buddy. And I've noticed the odds, too, creeping up a little bit on some books. I saw Rory McIlroy as low as six. I'm seeing him at seven or eight. So it seems like uh, the odds are widening a bit. Wide open tournament. So many guys can win. And in this type of tournament where you don't need total length, it brings all types of golfers in. You know, good win players. You don't necessarily have to murder the ball, though it helps to have the extra distance, especially when the wind pops up. But I can really think of legitimately like 20 to 40 guys that can win at this tournament, whereas before you'd think maybe like five to 10 with Tiger in his prime, right? So it's going to be interesting. But over the years, uh, the British Open generally has been big-time players, right? Big-name players yep. for the most yep. part. Usually. Uh, usually. Like, yeah. gone are the days of Todd Hamilton, like when he won at 1,000 to 1. It was very, very rare. Yes, if you really look at it, Francesco Molinari last year, Tiger Woods, his dominance. Hell, even Ernie Els, Bill Mickles, uh, you know, uh, uh, Henrik Stenson. You know, those are, yeah, it'll be hard for a guy. Like, you'll probably know the winner of the tournament. I don't think anybody probably over, you know, 80, 80 to 1 would uh, win. But, hey, crazier things have happened. But I'm with you. I think a big name wins this week. You know, um, I don't know if you saw the story earlier. I saw it online a couple hours ago. I want to get, get to it and get your opinion on this. I don't know if you saw Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods yeah. said that he sent uh, Brooks Kepka a text. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're joking about it. I watched He's, it on Golf Channel. Yeah, yeah. it was after <laughs> Kepka won, won the major there, and uh, he sent him a text. He's like, hey, congratulations. You're playing great golf. Would it be cool if I come and hung with you? We played, you know, next time you go and uh, you know, next time you play, can I come and uh, play with you? And Brooks Kepka did not return the text. <laughs> I guess they awesome. call it uh, he ghosted him. As the kids yeah, I li- uh, now say. I like it. I like and it. And so they asked, like they asked Brooks Kepka about this today. And uh, Kepka said, um, I don't practice. <laughs> he literally. <laughs> now, I don't believe that. Right. And he, he does. does he said that he practices a bit before before majors. But he, he said, does, the only time does. I play golf, but yeah. But you know what, Cam? I like where he was going with this. You and I talked I about this. Too. Everyone else, oh, Tiger, it's so great you won. No. Tiger's trying to play Brooks Kepka. Kepka's exactly. smart enough to know. I'm not sharing Jack nothing. No secrets, no tip, no nothing with Tiger. Tiger's you just like kind of come in. Exactly. We'll get we'll get your take on this a little bit later too. We'll oh, get back to it. I got a lot to say. Just like I got Steph Curry say, coming back to Toronto. Hey, I love Toronto, everybody. Yeah, yeah, we're on to you, Curry. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh, Nick had a perfect game, boy. It's gone. As we're waiting to get Ricky. That's the baseball balls. It's okay. We can get to our final, uh, to our final thought about what you were saying. I know the, the, the yeah, Wi-Fi no, no, kind of there when you were talking. Here's the thing. I agree with you 100%. And that's the thing about Tiger Woods. Not, not only did he do it in such a perfect way at the press conference. First of all, Tiger Woods tells people nothing. So think about this. 
brilliant move by him to put it in the form of a joke to get everybody on his side telling the story kind of like, hey, you know, I called Kapka and I did this, but I'm with you, Gabe. Everybody wants to bow down to guys today. I don't mind them talking to each other or me and you as friends. I'd congratulate you if you won on tour. But guys got to have this like Mimi, Jolly Shucks, uh, you know, we're all a clique stuff. You got to go out and still compete. I think that's the problem with Fowler and part of the get along gang there. You know what I mean? After a while, you got to be a man and just man up and say, you know what? I'm going to take this damn tournament. Tiger Woods feels not like he'll get along with guys. But when it push comes to shove, he's the most competitive guy out there. And Kepka, he has the same mindset. He's not giving him an inch. He doesn't want to play a practice round with him. I like I have no problem with it. Get along, gang. I like that. Exactly. Like Ricky <laughs> Fowler said how happy he was for Tiger Woods and how, how privileged he was just to be there to watch him win the Masters. It's like, hey, bro, how about you be privileged that you win the Masters? Yeah. Instead of, like, giving <laughs> Tiger accolades. And let's bring Ricky Sanders in. And, Ricky, you know what? Last week I was stupid. I bet on the National League. And, um, you know, considering the American League and won six straight. But I knew I was toast early. If you recall, guys, Verlander normally throws like 91, 92 in the regular season. Verlander was throwing 97, 98 at the All-Star game last week, Ricky. And Freddie Freeman's joking around with him, and Verlander's just throwing bullets. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm on the wrong side here. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the wrong side early. What's going on, Ricky Sanders? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I'm definitely a big self-hating National League fan, being that, you know, I've grown up around the Cubs. <laughs> but at least I'm aware of how bad the league is. And, and I think I would have been on the other side of that one. So no offense to you. I mean, I understand taking a shot. Underdogs are, are definitely worth taking sometimes, but the American League's just flat out better. Let's, let's be honest. Is it, is it though? You know what I mean? I, I still stand by <laughs> National League Baseball. Listen, y'all, can we say that the American League is much better because of, because of uh, the All-Star game dominance? I don't think so. But what's the interleague play uh, so far this year? Because, Cam, I know off the top of my head, remember it used to be dominant. Basically, the American League used to dominate this. They don't seem to dominate anymore. That dominance is sort of gone. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I actually, and we had a lot of good cappers, you know, even Kurtz, too. We were all on the National League there. And, yeah, it it was just one of those things, Gabe. I expected them to to hit a lot more. And I I didn't expect them to wait to get bases on until they met Brad Hand. And things got really interesting at the end of the game. But, uh, hey, pitching on both sides was really, really good. It's just the American League uh, did a little bit more. The Joey Gallo home run. I think when you when, when push comes to shove with the bombs, there's a lot of guys in the American League that could do it. But, no, I really like the National League. Uh, I like their lineup. Uh, you know, you had Acuna Jr. hitting in the nine spot there, Ricky. Like, it was damn good if they were going to win this year. But it's just something about the American League. They always get up for it. All right. So, listen, guys, I've got, uh, I've got some numbers here for this year for interleague play. This is yeah. uh, up to date as of Monday. The uh, the American League is 160 and 140. So they played 300 interleague games as of Monday, July 15th, yesterday. And it was 160 to 40. Yet last year, close. The, Nas- the last year, the National League won 157 uh, to 143. So, you know, take it. Yeah, take it for what it's worth, right? I mean, there has been a little decline in the all-out interleague uh, dominance of the American League. But nevertheless, Ricky, let's talk uh, baseball. And I want to I want to take your brilliant DFS mind and apply it to some best bets uh, here tonight. Um, 
I'm looking at the optimizer here this evening, and there's quite a few Washington National uh, bats that are in play tonight. Nationals have historically beat up on the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, what's your take on that uh, that baseball game? And if you're looking to stack for you DFS players out there, if people are looking at an offensive stack, who are we looking at tonight? Yeah, so the Nationals and basically any team until future notice is in a great spot when they're playing Baltimore because that bullpen is so horrific. I mean, when you got guys like Dan Straley coming out of there who just gives up bombs, we saw Gabriel and Noah, you know, double-digit hits the other day out of the bullpen, and that's after Asher Wojciechowski, who is very home-run prone, playing in Baltimore, which is a very good hitting environment. The only things you got working against you tonight if you're stacking the Nationals are, one, there's supposed to be some rain early in the game. that they It looks like they could even play through it, which is obviously not great for hitting. And the other thing is that I think they're going to be the highest owned stack of the night, like even higher than Coors Field tonight. That being said, I think Juan Soto is one of the best plays, if not the best play on the entire slate. I mean, this kid is just so unbelievably good for his point, you know, where he's at in his career. And you've got a guy giving up bombs. You've got a mostly right-handed bullpen behind it who all give up bombs. Uh, it's just a really great spot for him. If you're not looking there, Tonight is a really strange one where you've got basically every team with an implied total of like 3.8 or higher, and you have a lot of mediocre pitchers. Like our model basically has three positive value pitchers across the industry, and there's one that it really likes, which is Brandon Woodruff. And it's because you look at him and you look at like Walker Bueller and you look at their numbers this year. If you were doing a player A versus player B, they almost would be indistinguishable. Like that's how good he's been. And I know the Atlanta Braves are not an ideal matchup, but Brandon Woodruff has held opponents, especially righties. Let's talk righties. To a slate low, I mean, a 2-1-1-3 fifth this year, a 2-3-3 Woba, a 29% K rate. He's just been unbelievable. So you look at Atlanta. I know Marcakis, decent hitter. Ozzy Albies, decent hitter. But really, it's Freddie Freeman to worry about if you can shut down uh, the right-handers. So Woodruff is like the only pitcher that we are incredibly interested in, you know, having heavy ownership tonight. If you're going, you know, mass multi-entry and you asked me about stacks, uh, there's, there's a lot to like. I mean, Coors is of course in play again. I think the giants are actually in a pretty good spot and may come at slightly lower ownership. But if you're looking for like an off the rail stack, and of course I'm not talking about the Dodgers because they smashed yesterday. I kind of like this Cardinals team. Uh, I don't think there's going to be anyone on this team. You just got Matt Carpenter sent to the IL. But, you know, I think we're talking about 2% ownership here against Dario Agrizel, who is not a great pitcher in my book. And over a five implied run total, Paul Goldschmidt and Tyler O'Neill have been extremely hot. Edmund in the leadoff spot's extremely affordable. I think if you were really looking for a diamond in the rough offense, there's going to be no one on this team, and I don't really see why. I think it's a pretty good spot for the Cardinals. It's a good call, Ricky. I, I actually like you know, game. I was thinking about actually doing a, a Milwaukee-St. Louis uh, parlay, but Milwaukee's really been, you know, killing, burning money uh, from a betting favorite, and they're favored with Woodruff tonight. And Woodruff's a really cheap option, Ricky. I like where you're going with that. He's actually one of the cheaper pitchers, $8,700 on DraftKings. That's nice. Lance Lynn, 11200 Ricky. The strikeouts are there. Uh, Texas, we know about that ballpark, though, but, man, this guy's been on fire. Look yeah, how at come, uh, too. How come no love for Lynn? Uh, yeah, no love no, for Lynn expen- uh, with the computer here. Is it just is it the price, Ricky? He's expensive. 
He's expensive. Yeah, it's a combination of things. So our model takes a long look at a pitcher, and there's just been so many years of mediocrity that it may not have picked up (laughs) on the fact that there's a a little bit of a new Lance Lynn this year who's thrown his cutter a lot more to right hand, or excuse me, to left handed hitters, which has made him just a better overall pitcher. Since May 10th, there's eight pitchers with a higher K per nine in baseball than Lance Lynn. So if you want to go ahead in our model, and boost him, I think it makes sense. But it's basically combining the sample this year, you know, which with every start, it's moving him up a little bit in terms of his baseline. But because there is so much other Lance Lynn, you know, the Lance Lynn we've seen for years, that's what's holding him back at the price point. I think he's a fine play. I think if you find a pitcher you like on this slate, you can go ahead and roll with them. I think if you're looking on FanDuel to be different, Dylan Cease is my guy. Uh, I think this is a really good matchup for Dylan Cease. He just happens to be really expensive on DraftKings. But this has been like a double-digit walk rate kind of guy in the minors. And the Royals don't walk. They are not patient. They have the fourth lowest walk rate in all of baseball, the second lowest in the American League, behind only the White Sox, which Dylan Cease pitches for. So literally, it's the least patient team that he could possibly face. Hang in here if you can, Ricky. We'll take a quick break, and I just want to get your take on the Mets and the Twins game, but we'll get you out of here. Ricky Sanders, Daily Roto with us. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast, and remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game time decisions. Ready, Bridge. Our radio continues. Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Tune in. iHeart, SportsGrid.com, everything else in between. I'm Marenzi throwing it down to FanDuel Sportsbook uh, Meadowlands. We've got to get Ricky Sanders uh, up here uh, sometime, uh, sometime this uh, this football season. So before we get Ricky out of here, uh, New York Mets. Uh, Wheeler was supposed to uh, be going, but uh, Max is in here tonight. Takes on Panetta uh, for, for the Minnesota Twins, Ricky. And, Looking at Panetta's numbers, uh, giving up uh, only one run, exactly one run in four of his last uh, five starts. Um, 17, uh, 17 strikeouts in 12 innings uh, work. Uh, Robbie Cano is actually on a little bit of a hitting streak right now. 7-17 seven with two home runs and a double during a four-game hit streak. But Sano is actually killing it right now during his 11-game win streak. I'm looking at the Twins on their home field here tonight to win this baseball game. But what's your take on this one from a DFS perspective? Yeah, I mean, that Pineda velocity has been back up as of late. He had a weird start against the Royals where he was under 92 miles an hour, and you thought that there might be an issue. He started the season around 91 miles an hour. In the last few, he's been back up over 94. The only caution I have with betting the Twins tonight is, well, I guess it's with multiple cautions now, is Eddie Rosario was just placed on the injured list. And I also saw that Mitch Garver, one of their best hitters against left-handers, not in the lineup tonight. But obviously, I mean, this is a team with tons and tons of options. That's the thing with the Minnesota Twins is just because one guy is out. That doesn't necessarily mean that we are, you know, freaking out. You mentioned Miguel Sano has been smashing the ball. Actually, Byron Buxton was placed on the IL as well. So the Twins have some injury issues right now, and they have some lineup issues. You look at the lineup they rolled out. Jonathan Scope is a cheap guy across the industry. I just think because you got their maybe 
Uh, excuse me, Rosario was activated from the IL. I think I said it the other way. So Rosario's back. That's a positive, but there are two negatives. It's just this is like the third or fourth best lineup they could give you. There's there's some lefties here uh, against Steven Matz. You know you'd prefer a mostly right-handed lineup. Jorge Polanco, this is not his better side of the plate historically. I don't know. I, I don't think I have a strong take on this game. There are some other games like the Cardinals that I, I feel really good about. But because this lineup is quite left-handed and you have guys towards the top that uh, I'm not in love with, I, I could go either way on this game. I, I hate to kind of punt it like that. I just have stronger takes. Oh, on the game. No, you're not punting it. Now you got me worried. Way it goes. Now he's got me worried, Kev. He's not punting it. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, it's good. Hey, it's extra, it's extra information. I know, Ricky, uh, just one quick uh, take, too. Desclafani, the strikeouts the last three games of up. Uh, what do you think about him? Middle of the price. He's a little bit cheaper than Cease. Uh, Maybe a nice dog tonight. What do you think about Desclafani? He's kind of a good pitcher, not getting a lot of respect. Yeah, Contreras being hurt certainly helps. You don't have a Wrigley win game. Uh, it looks like the weather is clearing in Chicago. I'm looking out my window. We have blue skies all of a sudden, which we haven't had all day. And, yeah, I don't think this Cubs lineup is as potent as it once was. There are just, you know, the guys towards the top that you mostly worry about with this constant construction. you get got Ben Zoberst away from the team. Uh, I mean, obviously a big downgraded catcher. Anytime you get Contreras out, I, I think Di Scofani is it's not a bad call here. I mean, my initial instinct when looking at the slate yesterday was to target the Reds. It looked like the wind was going to be more distinct than it is right now. But I'm fine, you know, rolling with that instinct still because this Cubs lineup, again, it, it's not quite where it was at the beginning of the year. Uh, man, finally, we'll get you out of here well, on this, uh, the other New York team, the, the New York Yankees taking on Tampa. So Stanek uh, starts uh, tonight, uh, Ricky. Uh, the Yankees have actually hit him in very limited exposure. Well, he's pitched him. Uh, he's, it's like his, I don't know, seventh appearance against him or something stupid like that this year. But they've actually hit him pretty well, yet the Yankees aren't hitting anything well right now. And from a betting perspective, I was talking about it earlier, the Yankees are 6-0 and to the under in their last six baseball games. The total is 10.5 uh, tonight. So we got the Bathia versus Stanek. Do you think this low-scoring team continues? What was your take when you crunched this uh, game down? I'm consistently scared to bet this Yankees team against any left-handed long man just because of the right-handed nature of this lineup. And it just feels like we're so close to that breakout game where you get, you know, four homers from this lineup. It just doesn't make sense <laughs> that this team would stay down for long with Void Encarnacion, Judge, et cetera, et cetera. Gliber Torres hitting towards the bottom. So Yankees unders, I don't think is what I would try and make my living off of. I would try and stay other places, especially against a left-handed long man. If it was a righty, you might be able to talk me into it, but I don't think that's a safe space for me. Pass, says uh, Ricky yes. Sanders. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know that there's some poor yes. bastard in the Bronx right now that owes a guy named Frankie a lot of money, uh, Ricky, because he keeps betting on the Yankees to go over the number. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Ricky Sanders, DailyRoto.com. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to be with us, Ricky. Always great stuff. Thanks for the insight, man. Thanks for having me. Ricky Sanders with us. Uh, real smart guy. Yep. Ricky, he Ricky is, always I, worries me though. In fact, if he doesn't agree yeah. with the side I'm on, I'm like, oh god, like he's he really brings yeah, a lot of facts to the table. <laughs> that's that's and, then, and that's what's good. Sometimes you know 
you take the machine, which is Ricky's brain. You take sometimes we have the statistics and trends and then your instincts, right? You throw them all in the machine. And sometimes when Ricky has a different opinion, you're like, eh, you know, uh, Gabe, I'll tell you, actually, the more I think about it, I'm starting to come around to this board a little bit more. I did some things, you know, riding a couple <laughs> people that I, you know, and other things, but I'm going to do things my way tonight. I'm just going to bet the games that I like a couple, you know, a couple dogs, a couple favorites and uh, throw it out there and just see what happens tonight. Because, uh, you know, I, 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 the card's starting to come around to me now. I'm feeling it a little bit I- more. I like that the card's coming around that uh, you got about 29 minutes before first pitch. <laughs> hey, that's all that matters, buddy. Get them in before game time. No, sometimes you look at, you know how it looks in the morning. Sometimes you look at that board, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe here, whatever. Yeah, There's no need, you know? Like, and then, and then you assess it, you get some information from some other people, and then uh, you figure it out. That's uh, the way it goes. Uh, so I think I figured I, I it got, out, hopefully. <laughs> I've got uh, two, four, six. I've got uh, I got six plays, yet I don't like it. It's all chalk. And do I just go in two-game installments and start going little mini two-bangers at plus money? I'm scared I'm going to get the wrong combinations. Um, well, maybe bet what you, know you what, like though? the best. Like what, what game okay, do you listen. like the best? That's what we have you to You know, maybe about. I'll parlay the Washington Nationals and the Boston Red Sox. Let's see what that parlay pays. Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox. The Red Sox yeah. are going to beat the Jays tonight with Kashner. They should. They should. They should. One eighty-eight. Parlayed with the uh, Washington Nationals, which is also oh, now one eighty-six. It was one eighty-eight. Washington Nationals. So Nationals probably be plus money. Let me see. It is plus one thirty-four. Plus one thirty four. See, that's not bad. Yeah, you got the Nationals not- and the Red Sox and a parlay to plus one thirty four. Uh, Washington on its own, a buck. Okay, I'm gonna do and- that. I'm gonna do that. See, Instead no of playing the Nationals that. minus one eighty eight a- yes. and the Red Sox yes. minus one eighty eight, I'll do that, and yes. then I'll play the Rangers minus one sixty six because that's a more reasonable price to play solo. And think about this. This doesn't, and, and this is logic, Gabe. Like, come on. Like you talked about it. If you bet the Nationals and the Red Sox, and one of them loses on a hundred dollars, you're out a minimum eighty five. One's a buck eighty five, the other one's one ninety two. So if you parlay them and turn them into a plus one thirty five dog, if you lose, you lose a hundred. So it's already. Well, I like way the ticket better. already. I like yes, the ticket better it's already. A better scenario. Now I'm looking, I got it a plus one thirty four there. I'm also Logical. taking the San Francisco Giants at plus money. So now yeah. I have a couple of plus uh, plus prices. All right, let's bring in Big Card Julio. Uh, been, been a little while, Julio. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I was listening to the show a couple of weeks ago as I was getting off work at a radio station I work at in Chicago just to hear your and Cam's picks. And then I hear Gabe saying, uh, I think Big Card Julio would be proud of me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, had, I, I had a lot of picks. <laughs> you had a lot sure of did. picks, yeah. <laughs> had a good chuckle. But it's, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Congrats on the new studio set up, Gabe, down at the Sportsbook. Now you don't have to take yeah, the bus. You could just you can place your picks and get your show going right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's pluses and uh, there's pluses and negatives to everything. Let me tell you, getting to the Meadowlands at four in the afternoon is not the most ideal time to be traveling on the New Jersey Turnpike. No. I'll tell you that. No, 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 no. no, no. God. I agree. I, agree. I know. Book, it took me like forty minutes today. Like uh, last night in an Uber, it took like eleven. 
It was like literally 30 minutes added. And that's the downfall of being an Uber driver because they don't get paid more money. The ride is 17 bucks. It's 17 bucks. This chick got stuck forever for like 40 minutes. Now she's got to be stuck in traffic on the way back. But nevertheless, what do you like tonight, Julio? I've got a three-team parlay that I need two teams to close out. I took Red Cell Belgrade in the Champions League uh, qualifier <laughs> today, so I need the Indians. Wow. Oh, you going to say you need the, the Tigers? All right, yeah. And the Red Sox. Well, yeah, I got, right. I got the Red Sox and the Indians in this parlay with Red Cell Belgrade. Football season's back, and uh, I, for one, am thrilled <laughs> for that, that it's back. Well, you mean uh, European baseball. football's back? <laughs> yes, European football's back. It's, it's getting, we're, we're getting back in the uh, – into the grind, that's for sure. Baseball picks tonight, I've got a couple, so bear with me. Dodgers run line tonight against the Phillies. I'm going Nationals run line against the uh, Fighting O's. Give me the Indians run line tonight against Detroit. And I'm also taking the under 10.5. Big fan of Plesak. He's struggled in his last two starts, but give me under 10.5 as well in Cleveland, Detroit. Boston run line. I like that parlay that you guys were just talking about. I'm going to add that to my card. Red Sox and Nationals parlay. Give me the Twins money line tonight against the uh, the Mets. Under 10.5 in White Sox, Kansas City. And I'm taking a stab at the Grand Salami tonight. Give me under 161.5 runs tonight <laughs> in Major League Baseball. 161 and a half. You're going to be sitting there with a calculator adding up the scores all night. All right. <laughs> all right. Like a hockey, give me Niger- hockey grand slam. And, and give me Nigeria tomorrow in the African Cup of Nations third place game as well. Wow. Take care, guys. Now you're digging deep, Julio. Yeah, you're betting on consolation African. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works, fellas. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to 500 bucks. Boom. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. at sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly, because this offer is not going to be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Thank you very much, uh, Cam. Cam Stewart. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci at the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. And, of course, we'll be back uh, live at 8 o'clock Eastern uh, this evening. Uh, Joe Ranieri. Oh, Ranieri stepping in. Joe Ranieri. Oklahoma yeah, State Joe Cowboy. And uh, Brian Leonard, a longtime Leonard. handicapper for Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. WagerTalk.com. Nice. Brian Leonard. Uh, will join us, as well as uh, Wager Talk's Tony Finn. Nice, Gabe. You got a whole crew. Yeah. Yeah, Full house here. Full house here tonight. So, yeah, you know, we'll we'll ask them what their strategy is for, you know, each sport, because you can't just say, what's your strategy for in-game betting? Every sport's different, right? Like, there's different strategies for different sports, not blanket coverage. So, we'll we'll, we'll ask them what their strategy for baseball uh, in-game betting is. Maybe we'll get to some futures as well, but 
I'm going to have a lot of bets going here tonight, and it's another must-win situation here tonight, uh, Cam. Uh, we're going back to the well one last time. It was sort of a – I think I showed a small profit uh, last night because I hit the T-Wolves and the over in the second half on the way out. But Houston, yep. man, that, that Valdez guy really does suck, bro. The guy gave up oh, another four he's runs last night. No, he's he's yeah. the worst pitcher in baseball. Yeah, late night I hit. Uh, actually, uh, I clipped that. I hit. I hit the over that we talked about on in-game live last night, Gabe. But uh, as I mentioned, the Yankees did a lot of damage to parlays. It was still a negative night for me. But yeah, and uh, Memphis got it done. Good call by you in the second half too. Minnesota made it really close. Memphis only won the game by three, so we both won there too. Good bet on the second half to uh, the Timberwolves made a game of it. Um, yeah, they did. We were getting uh, we were getting plus eight and a half. I knew that they would come back. We got the over as well. It really helped uh, soften the bubble for what happened last night. Yeah, Cleveland coming sure. back was good. It wasn't a horrible night. I hit the under that White Sox uh, game. Yeah, White Sox game, game too. was no, frustrating. We had the Dodgers. I'm just yeah. saying though, when you do have when you have like when you do the round robins, right? right. It's attached. That game, the Yankee game. I start to win with the Cleveland game, the Dodger game. All those two game parlays, it becomes like an astronomically good night until like a, a poor night. So it was still very frustrating, but uh, you know, we move on and hopefully you guys uh, on the live show hit, hit some winners tonight. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope so as well. So let's blast through the games here. Um, I know what I'm going to be taking for the most part. I don't Me have too. the Dodgers on my list yet. They're minus 196. I just don't want to lay it. Uh, Bueller's Not on the hill yet. here tonight. The guy's only lost one game all year. Um, taking on a, a pretty much a fading and, and sinking Philadelphia Philly team. But come on, man. Dodgers, they played like a four-hour four game on Sunday night. Extra inning games at Fenway. They roll into Philadelphia. They fall down one nothing, and then they score like 16 runs. Like I said, the Dodgers are one of these teams. They just kill it every night. But it's hard to bet on them every night because, you know, teams like it's amazing the pace that these guys are on the win right now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I looked at the Dodgers again, but something about that game is telling me stay away. Uh, maybe the over in the game, they really uh, they really uh, smashed the ball both sides. I can tell you one thing, Vince Velasquez for Philadelphia can be very volatile, Gabe. Um, I want to put, put the Dodgers in stuff, but I'm just kind of shying away from these big uh, favorites tonight. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do one parlay with a couple favorites, a uh, little less popular, I think, on the board there. And uh I think the Dodgers win, but I'm going to pass. I do like the over nine and a half. Um, this is what's crazy. Stanek has actually faced the Yankees seven times already, Cam, this year. He yep. started three times. But get this. He's given up ten runs on eight hits, including three home runs um, against them. So they've actually hit him. He's got a 9-3-5 run average against the Yankees. But... Uh, are the Yankees like going to win tonight? Race. No, I don't really? think I, I think CeCe's. Yeah, that's the problem that I have. Even if Stanek gives up a couple runs, you know, the Rays bullpen, other than giving up the home run, they did an efficient job uh, last night. CeCe Sabathia against that lineup really scares me. Tampa Bay, Bay has a He's lot of. He's pitched well you know, against the Rays. He's pitched well against yeah. them. I, I don't just like don't it. like betting against a good team like the Rays. I'm going to pass. I'm not messing that's, with the game. I paid the price last night and I lost. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass as uh, well, and I have a lean to the Rays. Washington, so it's Wojciechowski and uh, Voth. <laughs> Voth, Voth and Wojciechowski. Voth. It sounds like a Star Trek movie, The Wrath of yeah. Voth. Voth. Hey, Voth. Voth. What do you? <laughs> Voth. 
I don't know about I like, Bothgate, but uh, he's okay. I, I like the Nationals. Right. I like the Nationals in this spot. I, I do too. I like the Nationals. I think that is a parlay partner that you could uh, actually dance with. They've been a good, effective team. They understand they got to keep pace with the Atlanta Braves, who keep on winning. Both has been better. Wojciechowski, as uh, Ricky Sanders mentioned, he has a propensity to give up a long ball. Total's very high in this game, 11 and a half. I like the Nationals, but you don't parlay it if you don't like the 185. Cam, the Washington Nationals are 4-0 uh, this year, coming off a day of rest, so they didn't play yesterday. 4-0, yep. yep. uh, what rested. Um, they're 10-1 in the well, last 11 games against right-handed uh, pitching, for one reason or another. Pretty good. impressive. That's good. They're also, good. Uh, they're 7-2 seven, they're in their last nine road games. They're 21-6 yep. against right-handed pitching their last 27 times. So, in other words, they're spent against the Nationals when they play Southpaws. Uh, yeah. Well, yep. The Baltimore Orioles are one in five their last six games against National League East teams. They're fifteen and forty-three in their past fifty-eight games overall. They're yep. fourteen and thirty-nine their last sixty-three games at home. That's unbelievable. They've only yeah, fourteen they're... times in the last fifty-three games at home. Uh, Washington are seven and one the last eight times they've gone head-to-head against uh, against Baltimore. Yeah. For the record, uh, they're six and re- one to the under the last seven times they played these two teams too. I can't make a case for Baltimore as a dog. You can make a big case for the Nationals as a favorites, and you want to throw it in parlays and round robins. I, I can endorse that play. I, I played it. I parlayed it with the Boston yeah. Red Sox. Sure, Cashner. Yep, I got no no problem with ca- the Cash Man. He's been great. Um, the Cash Man. Man. Give you money for your you gold. for your gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm so crazy. Yeah, I, I sold so much gold. Now I've turned silver. As you see the new one, Gabe, he's all silver. <laughs> Come down to my new warehouse. It's like, okay, buddy. You should see the security right. in those places. Lisa did a oh, story. Yeah. It's pretty. Oh, man. It's a lot of wow. money there. It's like Fort uh, Oh, a lot of Fort Knox. Yeah. What's, what do you got uh, next? Remember, don't forget. Somebody tried to blow up that other guy. Uh, who, is, who is the other guy? That, uh, Harold the Jewelry Harold. Harold, yeah. Yeah, Harold. People try to kill him. Yeah, he's known as like the the real, like they're all scumbags in the business, but he's at the top of the level of scum. Yeah, very true. Um, Boston Red Sox. We talk about like the different, you know, like Cam, like the 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 Blue Jays will battle the Yankees. You yeah, know, yeah. like over the years they battle the Yankees, but over the years the Red Sox have owned these guys. I remember I went to a Blue Jay Red Sox game. Um, on Canada Day a couple of years ago, and it was like 14-1 after the first inning. Uh, Red Sox yeah. are 36-15, and 15, Cam, since uh, the beginning of the 2017 season. 36-15, and 15, the last 51 games against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. They are also 13-4. Uh, and four. The last 17 times the Red Sox have hosted the Blue Jays at Fenway, the Red Sox have won 13 of them. Kastner makes his debut. Three days after being acquired from uh, Baltimore, the 32-year-old has allowed a total of one run and six hits over his last two starts. He's given up fewer than two earned runs in four of his last five outings as well. The only kicker here, Cam, the only negative here with the Boston Red Sox is pitching for the Boston Red Sox, your debut at Fenway, it's the most pressure in the league along with uh, Yankee Stadium and the Bronx. A lot of pressure, man, when you're pitching for the Red Sox. And, he, you know, I think he pitches well though against the Jays tonight. I, and I, he'll be he'll be warmly received. He'll pitch well. He's been pitching well this year. 
He's going to feel good having a good team behind him for once now, too. Give me Kashner tonight. Parlayed with the Nationals. Plus 134. Yeah, Kashner was great when we was to the Orioles. Now he's with the Boston Red Sox. I agree 100%. It's a tough place to make a debut, but the Jays got Waggis back going. I will say this. The Jays lost that game 10-8, to 8, Gabe, and they came back and were very close to winning that ball game. I watched every I pitch of it. Boston got very lucky there. Uh, I was actually, you know, I made a small live bet getting the Jays at plus four and a half, but, uh, you know, I lost my plus one and a half. So kind of like you and the money line with the Tim- Timberwolves, we did good things with that game. Vegas pack is only going to go a couple innings and the Blue Jays bullpen is taxed. That's a big concern here. The 11 and a half, eh, it's high for a reason. I'm with you. I think Kashner uh, should get the job done tonight. Very good pitcher. He'll be happy to pitch for Boston. Hey, look, Ken, looks like I was just given a hand to this by, uh, by Mike Cardano. Hardest yeah. Racing Museum and Hall of Fame. Souvenir Journal. I'm assuming that yeah. you and I are in this with Conflict Diamond. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what we're in for. Hey, the horse opened up at 14 to 1 and got bet to 1 to 5 and lost. Oh, okay. Thanks, everybody. Oh, look, at look at this guy here. Came right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. That guy, that guy. We'll go for a pint of ice cream. Congratulations, <laughs> Joe Holloway. Joe Holloway looks like a lifer. Yeah, he's good stuff. Outdoor Racing. Baby. Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. I, like, I like the guy in the bottom, Dave Little. He's got the same headset, Mike. Go, Dave. Yeah, I love harness <laughs> racing, buddy. I love it all. Same, I love same it all. headset, Dave Little. <laughs> yeah, Dave Little gets it. <laughs> it's quite the quite the nice program here, actually. It actually is very glossy. Looks nice. Here, look, here's the harness racing living hall of fame. See if we know anybody here. Dave McGee. Yeah, I, uh, McGee. What Dave about Malone? Is there? A, yeah, I know some of these guys on there. Yeah, who else? Wally Hennessy. I've heard of Hennessy. Yep. What about the Sauls? They're big on the East Coast. Oh, this is like all the inductions for this year. This is okay. Oh, that's, I see. That's I why see. the. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. It's all right. All right. Land. So. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm a little bit concerned about this Twins bet because of, as he mentioned, Ricky mentioned all the injuries to the Minnesota Twins. But the Mets do kind of blow. Robbie Cano has actually hit the baseball over the last couple of games. The Twins yeah. are just so good at home. There's no reason why the Twins can't win this game at home. I'm going to go with Lance Lynn here. So my picks tonight, Cam, Nationals Red Sox parlay, plus 134. Texas Rangers, minus 166. Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers, under 10. San Francisco Giants, plus 116. Minnesota Twins, minus 168. And uh, late night game. Little concerned about Mengden because uh, they've actually played well with Gonzalez on the hill. Uh, Seattle has, but Seattle are a terrible road team, bro. Yeah, they're bad. Maybe Oakland tonight bad. in a nightcap. Oakland in a nightcap. It's either the chaser, yeah. and I'm like, oh god, I need Oakland to win this game, or it's like, all right, let's close strong with Oakland. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, no, Oakland should be able to get it done tonight. Um, for me, I'm going to go, we disagree on just one game. Uh, I'm going to go with Lambert in Colorado. I know the, the Giants are hot. I just don't trust Drew, Drew Pomeranz in this spot, so I'm going to take the Rockies at minus 130. I've watched Dylan Cease pitch uh, for the Chicago White Sox. I think it's a good spot against Sparkman for him at minus 120. I'm with you with the Texas Rangers at minus 166 with the Rangers. 
two-game parlay for me, Marenzi. I'm taking Milwaukee and St. Louis parlayed to plus 140 with the Brewers and Cardinals. So that's all I'm really going to do tonight if things go well. Yeah, I'm going back to these idiots, but uh, if they don't get it, actually, if they don't win tonight, I want you to berate me on the air tomorrow. All right. Say, yeah, because yeah, I don't want to get in front of Yeah, the Braves are playing good baseball right now. They are. All right. Nationals Red Sox parlay. Nationals Red Sox parlay. Texas Rangers. D-backs Rangers under 10. San Francisco Giants plus 116. Twins plus 168. We'll be back live at 8 o'clock. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. on Game Time Decisions. You ever see these kid parties or trampolines? Some guy was a real hot shot. He tried to do like a move and it ended up putting his neck right on the springs. Like you could die on those things, man. That kid got rocked. <laughs> he went to the hospital. Like he, he got sliced up real good. Trampolines will kill. Uh, don't do it, Kurtz. I like you too much. You don't want your kids getting hurt. So my sister-in-law has one. My kids have been on. My daughter's asked for one. My wife and I won't do it for that reason. They're gonna. My youngest one would definitely end up in the hospital. She's nuts. So you gonna uh, you gonna do it? You pay the six hundred bucks. Yeah, you know what? I, and this is the funny thing. I called. I called a couple of places. That was the cheapest. Yeah. I got one was eight eight fifty. Eight fifty. I'm like, oh god, they are. This is the price range for this crap. So yes, we. Uh, I just. I just did it. Like you said, I'll ref a couple more nights or hit a couple more winners gambling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, god, this is gonna end well, Kurtz. Father Kurtz, is he? Is he? Uh, this has personal injury all over it. He went with the cheapest people in town. <laughs> 600 bucks. Listen, I'll, I'll be on the damn thing. Every, I'll tell you, everybody's using this thing. I'm inviting my brother over. Get on, get on the slide. Man. Get on the slide. Everybody goes on the slide. Mom, get on the slide. Me and Cam are going to come over. Get on the slide. <laughs> all right, so how do you feel about Peyton Manning, uh, George? Like, If I ask you, do you like Peyton Manning or do you really like Peyton Manning? Do you love Peyton Manning? On on a scale of like let's say one to ten, give me like six point two, like you know, give me the a point. So like five point nine, eight point six. On a scale of one to ten, how do you feel about Peyton Manning? Oh God, what happened today with Peyton Manning? Uh, I kind of like a lot of his commercials. They're funny. Uh, his announcing on ESPN, that thing he does, I could I could take or leave that. I'm not a big fan. What? Of that. Don't tell but, me uh, you like those insurance. Do you like those insurance commercials yeah. with the country guy? Come on, George. No, I mean <laughs> what he was doing before that. Remember with the ones? Uh, with no, he's a funny on ESPN. Guy. That was funny. He, I, he was good on Saturday Night Live where he where that he was great. The kids in, in the toilet. That, that was fantastic. Remember when they had those concert toilets and Manning's just drilling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Oh, George. Peyton Manning didn't do anything. I'd, no, number one, a, I'd probably give him a, an 8.2. Wow, that's, that's high. Very high. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he's in the news because, number one, of course, Monday Night Football offered him, like, a boatload of money, like a blank check, like literally like 10 or $12 million a year or something to do Monday Night Football. And he told them, if you still offer me the job when Eli Manning is retired, I'll do it. It turns out that's the reason why he hasn't done broadcasting. He doesn't want to uh, – Brother. He says he says that it's too close, but when he says he doesn't want to be put in a position to criticize Eli, you're basically saying that Eli's no good, and that you're going to have to criticize him. Be 
sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.